Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 113 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, Lolita and Ashley are here. They are from Recovery Life Apparel, and they are hilarious. They have a really kick-ass line of recovery wear, and they're here to share their stories and their strengths through recovery, through sobriety. Their stories will inspire you and motivate you, and you know what? They have some pretty awesome swag to back it up with. This episode is so fantastic, and I want them to be my best friends. I don't know about you, but listening to this episode, you are definitely going to want a friend like these girls. So let's go. The best thing you can do for your relationship with alcohol is take a break. See what you have to gain by going booze-free for 30 days and join the 30 Days to Gain Booze-Free Challenge. In 30 days or less, reevaluate your relationship with alcohol. Through daily exercises and motivation, education delivered straight to your inbox, you will get your shit together in 30 days or less. Head to a sobergirlsguide.com and take the challenge today. We are back at it again, and this time we have another little tripod dream team. We have Lolita and Ashley from Recovery Life Apparel. Hi, girls. Hey. hey. Where are you guys? Where are you guys located? So we are in Florida, Orlando, like right outside of Orlando. Oh, nice. Lucky. Yeah. I lived in in my South Beach for I think I lasted maybe two months. You lasted for only two months? Yes. Oh my God. That's literally my favorite place in the entire world. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously it was a different time in my life. I was. Oh, you mean, no, because that's what I was going to say. You mean staying clean. You lasted. Oh no. Like just lasted in general. Like I was a raging alcoholic. I was. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Peak, peak of it. Um, And South Beach just was like here. 
have all these like things. Absolutely. Yeah. I, went, I went to spring break there while I was oh, before the alcohol was even like as bad as it got. And I couldn't even last like not even I couldn't even last a week. Spring break. I went home early. Yeah. I was so beat. It's intense. So, like that, people yeah. think Vegas is intense. Oh my no, God. That's where I was in my active addiction. I, I had some time clean and then I went back. I, I went back out to using yeah. and I, and I ended up in Vegas and I lasted for right under a year. It was really, Oof. it was horrendous. Yeah. 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 I mean, South beach is beautiful. It just definitely has a dark place in my heart. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way about Las Vegas. Yeah, totally. Okay. So cool. Florida, Orlando. That's awesome. Um, I want to talk about, obviously I want to, I want to get to recovery life apparel cause it's so awesome. And I just, thank I you story behind that, but individually, I want to know how your guys, how your story started off. So if Lolita, can you give us a little background, a little content context about your recovery journey? Yeah. So I'll make it quick. Right. So, um, I come from a, from a family of addiction. So mm-hmm. addiction and mental health issues. Um, we have like this running thing that we say like we don't have cancer or anything like that. We have severe mental illness mm-hmm. um, on both sides of my family. So, I mean, all the way down to suicide. Right. So I've got, got that. My, both of my parents are still in active addiction. My mom's an active addict and my dad is an active alcoholic. Um, and my aunt, my mother's sister, you know, she, she was introduced to recovery probably about 12, 13 years ago. She just picked up 13 years. And that was my first real, um, um, introduction, I guess, to anything different than like, you know, just using to cover up your feelings and stuff like that. And, um, so my addiction started when I was about 12, really. Wow. But I mean, all the same feelings that lead up to addiction, you know, um, mm-hmm. with having addict parents, my parents split when I was a toddler. So really single mother household. Um, I was the oldest and um, a lot of feelings of abandonment, neglect, all that. I suffered with anxious attachment um, Mm. for most of my adult life and carried that into my relationships until I healed that part of me, you know, Um, uh, ninth grade dropout, you know, um, addiction really, for me, I I didn't use successfully from the very beginning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't have I that. Like we did, you know. But I mean, if I could, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know what I mean? And I remember the first time that I took a drink and like actually felt a buzz. I was like, I was fourteen. No, no, I was like fifteen. No, I remember this very distinctly. I was like fifteen when I had like that clicked in me that like outside substances was the solution to my mm. problems. Mm. You know, um, I, I had ran away from home at this time and I was like at this random person's house, you know, with my boyfriend and like I had gotten drunk and I was in the bathroom and I remember it so vividly. And I was like, okay, this, this feeling is, is what I've been searching for. And like, I have to make sure that I have to do whatever I have to do to feel, to make sure that I feel this way all the time, because it was, it was the first time really, um, that I could remember that I felt really safe, you know? Mm -hmm. And wow. so I searched, yeah. And so I searched for that and searched for that until inevitably it landed me, you know, um, I've been to detox 22 times. I've been to nine inpatient rehabs, um, you know, eventually had children, lost custody of my children, just the whole cycle. And so I got clean at 22 for the first time. And um, it was like the first time I made an actual effort, 
but I didn't fully surrender even at this point that I would never be able to use anything ever again. I just knew that my life hadn't even really started yet. And I needed to do something quick because I was a mother at this point. And so I said, okay, well, let me just try this. And so I got clean and um, I did it really, really well. The first time, you know, I got, I'm in sales. I got a corporate sales job. I was making six figures a year. That's my, my son's dad who we're, we're back together now. Um, he was selling real estate. Our kids were well taken care of. I was doing H and I was doing narcotics anonymous program. And um, I was just really heavily involved sponsoring women and stuff like that. And um, those reservations, you know, those untalked about reservations that um, we go over, you know, and just wasn't fully completely honest with myself, you know, that that was, I was ready to just be completely abstinent for the rest of my life. And, but I could drink like a normal person and it fucking destroy. Like, I mean, when they tell us, you know, it gets worse. It's a progressive disease. Even when we're abstinent, the disease is still progressive. Like that is, I just get chills when I talk about it because it's, I've, I've experienced that truth for me and my journey personally, mm. you know? And so I had two and a half years clean and sober and started drinking and, and within, you know, I was out for two years. I, had so many yet. Like I wasn't a felon. I, I hadn't mm. had like my children permanently taken away. And like all those things happened to me. I destroyed my credit, plummeted my credit, you know? Um, and then I found myself on the streets of Las Vegas, homeless, pregnant with like three felony warrants in two different States. And, um, you know, I said, Oh shit, I have to do something different. And my oldest son's father had just passed away from an overdose. And I got the phone call and that was like, the catalyst that was like the thing that I needed so I had this epiphany that I don't get my shit together I'm gonna literally die and leave my children without parents at all and so I got on a Greyhound bus and came back to Florida and that was August 27 2016 right um so for yeah so I just picked up four years and um my life is incredible you know and I have turned all of the trauma, self-inflicted trauma, right. From addiction. And, um, what I found is there's a lot of power in taking ownership over your circumstances, you know, because there's a point where we become responsible for our own actions. And I lived in an entitlement for so long, especially through my adolescence that like, Oh, you know, my, my parents were addicted and these are just my circumstances and there's nothing else. And it's just the way that life is, you know? And when I, you know, said, no, I can change. I can make a difference. I didn't really know what that looked like, you know, but I knew that I was at the bottom of the barrel for myself, that there was no other place to go, but up. So I, I just had faith and I did what I knew worked the first time. And I just kept putting one foot in front of the other and being a felon forced me to go into business for myself. So my fiance and I started a tree service um, back in 2018. And um, my life has just progressed financially, spiritually, you know, I'm a certified life coach now. And um, now I own the brand and, and I've made it a complete mission to share, you know, the victory that I've had in the short four years has just been tremendous. So mm-hmm. I said, holy shit, anything's possible. I have to tell people about this. Like you can get sober and still be a badass, like accomplish oh, yeah. your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Spicy as fuck. Like, yes. you know, yeah, sober is not boring. It can yes. be spicy. <laughs> exactly. You know, so that's that's a little bit of my story. That is, is so awesome. Yeah. Which is crazy because, and I'll backtrack. This is Ashley. Um, yeah. Never in my wildest thoughts would I think Lolita 
would be because we've known each other since we were 12. Oh, yeah. So I was 12 and, and she was 14. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I just never thought that she would be the one that would help me get clean one day. Um, she so, was there. She saw it. You know what I mean? Uh, it was I, honestly when she went to Vegas, I never thought I'd see her again. I said, oh, hi, girl. She's gone. A year later, I'm like, oh, who? Well, I said, no, I don't know. She's how's the lead? I said, I don't, that girl's so gone. I'm like, I don't know. I'll never, I'll probably never see her ever again. Like whatever. Um, which is so sad to think, but like I was, so me, I'm a really, really, as you said, like a raging alcoholic. Um, cause I do believe that there's different tiers of alcoholism. Um, they're all bad. Right. But there's the drinking from when you wake up until you go to sleep in the middle of the night and all over again. And that was me. Um, a lot like Lolita, I built my parents. I don't, I don't know. My dad confuses me cause I can't tell. There's, I think he has a form of alcoholism in a sense where he comes home, does everything he has to do. He's a really, really amazing person, but he does drink every night when he comes home. And I don't think that he could not. So that, that really does confuse me. That's something I work through. But, um, for me, uh, you know, my parents divorced and my mom left and my dad started dating like a 23 year old and they just all went out and, me and my cousins would all just get put in like one apartment and they'd go out at night and I didn't really have any supervision. And I, to this day, I don't really know if that even matters. I think that the second, this is how I like to explain it. I think there's two types of people because they say, oh, addiction's a choice. Well, there was me and there's another person, right? And we both go to a party and we both drink that night. Mm -hmm. And the next day, there's two types of people. That person wakes up and doesn't think about it at all. They go shopping with their mom, maybe go to a movie with their friend the later night. And then there was me who went to that party and drank. And the next day, the obsession sets in. Mm -hmm. That's all I ever want to do again. I got to make sure that Mm -hmm. wherever I go, there ain't no going to the store shopping, whatever. That doesn't exist to me any longer. I have to go out and I have to drink again. And I have to find a way to feel like that all the time, every night, even like, and I would be, you know, in relationships really young and they'd be like, ask me like why do we have to go out tonight because there was no other there was no other choice for me like it wasn't a day in my life unless it was basically a waste of a day to me if we didn't find a way to get alcohol if we didn't find a way to get marijuana when if I didn't have my Xanax like there wasn't it was like what else are we gonna do yeah yeah (laughs) I used to say to like Lolita and we have a couple other girlfriends in our group I'd say <laughs> I don't get what other girls do you're telling me that you just like go to the mall and like walk around they just talk and like watch a movie like we literally did not understand mm-hmm. what yeah. other groups of girls did because we knew they weren't all doing what we were doing and we like legit didn't know how they were hanging out <laughs> that's like the yeah. sad you guys are just talking like what yeah. we were like oh they just shot like I don't get they don't like even like smoke a blunt like we're so <laughs> We're so confused. And we're like 14, 15, 16. Like, I remember one of the biggest days of our life at this age was when the day that we decided to no longer go to parties just to get our own stuff, that we were going to find a way to get our own stuff. Yeah. Not from other people. That was a very exciting day for us. Yeah. We said, let's figure out a way to just get it on our own so we don't always have to like go hang out with like guys and group of people to like go to parties and like we can just like get fucked up on our own at home yeah yeah to go nowhere yeah and stop having to find outfits and so (laughs) that was a very exciting day for us and so yeah so my my alcoholism of course like Lolita and me went our separate ways for many many years Mm -hmm. you know she got harder she went harder into drugs and for me I think I felt like some of them just didn't sit well with me regardless um which to this today I'm so grateful for Mm because I would have been addicted to all of them um but I also just thought that drinking you know, as we say in the program, like alcohol is a drug, but I didn't think it was. I felt like it's fine to just drink 
and I'm a good person. So, yeah. Um, you know, I get a DUI at 18 years old. I don't care. I just, you know, I'm like, whatever, I'm 18. Anybody could have been driving that night. Fast forward, like 25 years old, I smash into a mom and her 12 year old daughter in Winter Park. I get Baker acted because I'm being so crazy. I won't let him tear me out of the car. And I, when I read the report, it's because I had alcohol in the car. And I think somewhere, even though my face is smashed and I'm bleeding, I didn't want them to find my alcohol in the car. From reading the report, I have no, not that much recollection. But the problem was, is that I found out that they didn't get like hurt. And from, I didn't care at all. I got on probation. I found a way to drink through that entire probation by like basically just suffering through like two or three days before I had to go and then drinking the rest of the week. And um, that's actually when I went to a DUI class, ironically, and they told a story about this guy, Bob. They said, Bob gets really, really hungover because he drinks, you know, an immense amount every night. So he wakes up in the morning and he takes a shot and that cures him. And I said, oh, does that work? <laughs> so I go and I wake up the next day and, you know, instead of waiting till like noon, like to have a hair of a dog, I wake yeah. up and immediately take like a shot. Yeah. And I go, oh shit, that works great that's what turned me into what I like to consider like a chronic alcoholism yeah. because from then on I drank from the morning I wake up. So that's 25 after like a horrendous event happens, which you would think would maybe get you clean. And it yeah. did not. That's when it really got chronic. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I didn't really stop from there. I'm 31 and around 28. I, I really, maybe it was almost 29. Yeah. I was probably about to turn 29 and I call my friend and I'm living with an ex and it's completely toxic and, and um, I have nothing to my name and I'm like, bro, I think I'm going to die. I'm so, I couldn't even go to sleep because my heart would beat so fast that I knew from just hearing like the education on it that I was either going to have a seizure or my heart was going to stop. And I'd already been, and mind you, I'd been hospitalized plenty of times and um, never like took any of the advice. And so I call my friend and she's like, dude, like, you know, Lolita's clean. And I said, ha, what? <laughs> I said, never like, she's like, yeah, she's like, doing really well. She's like, <laughs> it's like, and she's like, uh, like has a house and like a nice car and like all our, almost all her kids back. Cause she still is fighting for one. Yeah. And so I go, okay, I'll call her. And I'm still not telling the truth, but this will be such a long story. So she gets me help. I go into a halfway house. I do all the things, but I don't really do all the things because I'm not surrendered yet. Yeah. So I think I can be normal and I go back into town and I try to drink horrendously fail. I go back and do the same thing again in a different town. I go to a halfway house. I go to detox again. And then that more so was just a choice. Uh, my life was miserable because I didn't add anything of value to my life. I, I just yeah. did the bare minimum, which is not to say negatively about NA, but I just did what NA wanted me to do, but I did nothing for myself. Mm -hmm. I went to meetings, I had a sponsor, but I just added zero value to my life. I had nothing to want to not be drunk for. Um, so mm -hmm. I drank again. Cause like, listen, if your life is nowhere and you're not doing anything in your life, like for an addict, like why wouldn't you want to just be fucked up? Then? I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. 
That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. So that's, of course, as she said, it's so fucking progressive. I ended up homeless at that point. Then I was homeless and on the verge of death again. And so I said, oh, my God, I got to get my life together. Of course, I call Alita again. I decided to get in my car and drive home, which was three hours away. It was in Jacksonville. And with I get I pull myself over out of like some delusional thoughts. It's a, she thinks it's the funniest story well, ever in her life. Like, okay. Cause so Shannon is a friend of ours. So we've all, there's actually four of us. We've been friends for 20 years. Okay. And so she's like, okay, Ash, Ash is ready to get help, whatever. And I know how the disease works. Like if you're ready to get clean and sober now, like you have to you go to now. now. Otherwise yeah. the morning will come and bitch like you would have had to come up or whatever. And like, it's over and like fucking who knows when you'll get clean. So yeah. she's like, she's ready now. She's ready now. What should she do? I said, but she needs to come right now. She's like, okay, what if she gets a DUI? And I said, to only get a DUI if like God thinks it's what necessary for her to stay clean. Plus I had lied about how much I had been drinking. I said, Oh yeah, I, I stopped drinking around like two and whatever. And so they yeah. believed me and they're like, okay, well if that's true, then get in your car and yeah. come. So yeah. I had some like delusional thoughts that someone rear-ended me and I like flagged down these uh, state troopers and I'm like, help me, help me. I'm on FaceTime with them. And I'm like, tell them that I'm pulled over, but I'm really on my way. They don't fucking believe me. I'm <laughs> yeah. delusional. No. I thought yes. when I had taken two Xanax to like calm me down. Right. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so they're like, yeah, I don't really know what's happening. We'll look into it. But like you're drunk as fuck and you're coming no. with us. So I get a third DUI on the way to get what I truly <laughs> believed and have done was my true, like, clean, like, gonna get recovered. Yeah. And it has been. So I lived with her. Lolita moved mountains to help me. I lived with her for about four months. And um, so then we can get talking into how we started all this. Quarantine. Yeah. Wait, first of all, I want to know, like, both of you guys said, like, surrender, like, a couple times. Uh Yeah. How did you fully, like, because that's, like, the pivotal moment, right? Like, when when you surrender and actually, like, okay, admit to yourself, like, holy shit, like, this is ruining my life. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going down. I think you have to have a moment of clarity that is a a gift. Mm. It's a gift. It's a a miracle when it happens because – the part of our disease is delusional, right? Which allows us to like say, oh, this is working, this is working. Um, But I think that you have to have a moment of clarity. So it's different for everybody. For me, it's my son's father literally dying and me having like, it's like a shock, right? It's like you're, you're smacked in the face with the reality of your circumstance, even if it's only for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting in this reality that like, I'm, pregnant. I don't know how far along I am. I'm literally running. I just cut off my house to bracelet like months prior to this. And I'm, I'm a fugitive and I have nowhere to go. And I'm sitting in this Airbnb. That's like, you know, that I didn't get any legal type of way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And like, and like literally sitting and looking at the facts okay. of my life mm-hmm. and, and saying, Oh shit, these are the facts in my life. And then in that moment, you have to make a decision with whether you're going to change your circumstances or you're going to just continue to stay sick and get worse and possibly die. (laughs) And I think that's another thing too, is having the full moment of clarity and awareness that like, yo bitch, like you can literally die out here. Mm Because the delusion can, can be strong enough to say, Oh, well, I don't feel like her Airbnb. She's like, well, that's okay. I'm broke. Or if that wasn't, or, Oh, well, I'm pregnant. That happens. And Oh, well, like I got in trouble. But if you put all those things together, yeah. 
it's strong enough. And that's why we call it the rock bottom. It's strong enough to overcome that delusion that yeah. you tricked yourself into so many years. Right. And I, same thing with me, you know, the two relapses are important to my story because without them, I would never have truly believed I was an alcoholic. Right. I could have stayed clean maybe for a year or two years and still was going to try again. Right. So when I look at it and I say, well, I only got three months the first time, four months the second time, I'm glad. I'm glad that's all the time that I wasted mm. um, and tried again because like now I know. And obviously like being homeless and being like in a dangerous situation um, for me and, and obviously on the verge of death again is like, okay, you cannot deny when so many facts are brought yeah. together. And then I think that that's an, uh, a direct effect of like finally surrendering mm -hmm. is your collective rock bottom. Cause you can have multiple little rock bottoms, but your collective is yeah. going to smack you, your delusion out of the way, out of the way. It's, it overcomes that trickery that you've been tricking yourself with for so long. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate that for most of us, it takes so much it takes so much i think that's why it's a disease though right is because like who literally and it's like the jaywalking story in the aa book you know what i'm saying like you would look at a jaywalker that gets hit by a car 1500 times to just go walk in the middle of the road again it's the same shit it's the same yeah. it's like shit. The sidewalk. just no nah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, sidewalk's too boring it's too <laughs> yeah what's exciting about the sidewalk nothing, and nothing. We crave, yeah because we crave the chaos we crave the chaos yeah and if you think that when you get clean that all of a sudden you're not going to still crave that chaos no you do you, you got, do you gotta add so much to your life to make it and that's that self-sabotage shit my fiance goes is going through it right now and um we own a business and and for anybody that's listening as an entrepreneur or thinking about being an entrepreneur it's a turbulent honey mm -hmm. okay it's very turbulent, but I wouldn't have it any other way. You know what I'm saying? It's not for for anyone, but he gets into self-sabotage and I've separated now from that to focus fully on recovery life. And yeah. um, I'm like, you need to do some shadow work or something, bitch, because you got some shadow self work. You got some self-sabotage, you know what I'm saying? And, but we yeah. do, but that's, that's goes back to your self-worth. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and building that relationship with yourself, which takes a lot of practice and it takes time, but it takes effort. It takes yes. effort. You're not going to just love yourself or think you're worthy of like all these things overnight. It, like takes affirmation, self-talk, effort. People, effort. People be giving up before the miracles. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a prime example. I'm a prime yeah. example. I'm like, my life's nowhere where I want it to be. Nothing has changed except for being sober. Fuck it. I'm going to drink. Right. Yeah. Because I changed, truly didn't change everything about my life. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. 
Visit betterhelp.com slash ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. And you have to change everything. Everything. Yeah, for sure. And that good, that's really scary for a lot of people, right? Like, it is. It's the ego, right? Changing? Your just just changing in general. Like, oh, that's really but uncomfortable. You, right. But when you start, and that's another thing with evidence that you can really use, and you have to, and that's what we tell, you know, our followers and stuff like our supporters, like, make keep track of your accomplishments because that's, mm. and you can look back and you go, there's oh, evidence, you know, there's the evidence. And like, what happened with that? You've, you've had to move out of, out of comfortability and then look what happened and then Mm -hmm. you continue to do that and then your then your life just blossoms and manifests into this like until you're like holy shit i have so many moments where i'm driving in my car which is a car that i never even thought i'd ever own i'm Mm -hmm. driving in my car and i go holy shit or like we'll be having conversations and i'm like oh my god like this is like these are my issues this is my life like my i'm having stress because i need to find outfits for a promotional shoot for my clothing line like what yeah you know and then it's like oh and that's the gratitude attitude of gratitude and gratitude really keeps me centered and and in peace you know what i'm saying because the hard reality the hard reality is that getting clean is not going to keep you clean facts yes that's not what's going to do it. You can't, you cannot just, just put it down. And that's what a lot of people I think they think. Oh yeah, totally. All I gotta do is stop doing drugs. All I gotta do is stop drinking and everything will be fine. You change your everything about everything. Putting the drugs and alcohol down is just one little baby step. The tiniest portion of this whole deal. That's like the first that you put that down. And then it's like, you have a slew of other things that you have to change, which I think happens naturally right yeah. because we yeah. have the gift of fellowship and we, and we have the <laughs> gift because i think what an opportunity because i know people that aren't and in, in, that they're not addicts and they're miserable in their life and it's mm-hmm. like oh you have no fucking clue what to even do with yourself <laughs> you know it's take an inventory yeah say a prayer call someone get honest yes get honest about oh. how you're really feeling say what the fuck you mean yeah. and like why is that so hard why is it so hard for people to be honest like legit honest this fear fear of rejection fear of you know it's it's not we're not taught to communicate yeah you know we're not taught to communicate or articulate our feelings we're taught to like keep it moving the society Mm -hmm. as a whole is you know you work for the weekend to just literally drink and do not shit with your life you know what i mean so I, I think it's I think it's a much bigger picture than that, you know, yeah. which I, is a whole other fucking hour conversation. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it really is. Um, but but I think that's what it is. And what the really cool thing that's happening with our platform is people are listening to us that aren't addicts. Yeah. Mm. And everyone knows an addict. Everyone knows an addict, everyone. and they're yeah. like, "Holy shit! Like I can apply this to my life." And people are applying. And 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 just as of last week, we've had more than a few people reach out and say, listen, I just want to let you know that like, I'm not an addict. They go, I've never, ever in my life been just an addict. Just want to make it clear. Just they have to make it very yeah. clear. <laughs> I've never been an addict. I've never been an alcoholic, but like, yeah. you know, I apply the things that you guys talk about and like, holy shit, like you guys are awesome. Like, you know, one Aww. girl said that, that watching us helps her keep her alcohol intake in check. Yes. Oh. <laughs> she doesn't want to end up like, 
That was cool. She <laughs> <laughs> wants to be, but the thing is, she wants to be like us. Yeah. She's not have to yeah. go through what we went through. Right. So she's like, I just, I, you help me monitor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I drinking. I said, oh, okay, girl. Okay, girl. Dude, that's amazing. Like, that, that's like best case scenario, right? Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah, hit it before, before you have to hit that rock bottom or before, like, shit gets, like, yes. weird. Like, yeah. Just that that the aspect of mindfulness, like just taking that into account and looking at yourself and looking at your role of how you're playing that in your life. Yes. That awareness is huge. Huge. Like we don't need people getting DUIs, hitting people. We don't need that doesn't need to be happening. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to be an alcoholic to get a DUI. Yeah. You don't have to be an alcoholic. Just oh, no, absolutely. No, no, no. A lot of, yeah. I, I've been to DUI class a couple of times, as you know, but it's like, and a lot of them aren't alcoholics. But it's like, literally, what the fuck do you expect? And that's the whole thing, right? Like, you, yeah. you, you cannot open a place where people literally do nothing but drink. And how are people going to get there? How are they going to get home? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, drink responsibly. Like, what does that even mean? Right. Like, what does that even mean? Exactly. You cannot... You can drink responsibly, which is like, I mean, but it's like, what does it even mean? Because whether you're an alcoholic or not, you put alcohol in your system and like, bitch, it, who knows what can happen. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a risk. Straight yeah, up a risk. risk. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Your guys' stories are so inspiring and motivating. Oh, Thank you for good. sharing. Good, good. So I, I kind of want to bring us up to like present day. So yes. you guys are like back together. The teams, the crew's back together. Yeah. Right. How did so you I had a, So I had a couple months clean. And then, of course, as we all know, the COVID scare came. Mm-hmm. And then the quarantine came. And mm-hmm. we had already been in the talks of kind of wanting to do something. We were actually standing outside of a meeting one day. And um, we – and I had talked about it. I just – I was so new to, like, really, really having surrendered and clean that I just thought the meetings are, like, not enough for me. Mm-hmm. They're not enough for me. And yeah. I just yeah. feel like there's so much more to be talked about like and then we're talking we're talking and then all of a sudden she says like a couple words I come up more like after the meeting so well yeah we were this it was going to start as like uh kind of like what you're podcast. doing just like a podcast um yeah. we didn't know how to figure everything out bless you so we decided to <laughs> I can give you guys some tips if you want no, 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 we're good but so we said let's just do video vlogs on Facebook, Facebook. and we'll start yeah. a Facebook called yeah. after the meeting because it's it can't just be us who has so much more to talk about and because you got like outside issues, right? Outside yeah. issues like Matt and cannabis and sex and, and depression everything. and anxiety, yeah. which for anyone listening out there, yeah. a lot of our followers will I would I'll just say it, use it as an excuse. They say, Well, I, I can't stop using it because I have depression and anxiety. Um, listen, yeah, you're looking, yeah. looking at reading. If you're listening from you're listening to somebody who has strong depression and strong anxiety, okay, strong. you have you have to again say add other things of value to your life, like a portrait of depressive portrait of anxiety. Um, it's not a reason to keep using. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. 
Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Mm-hmm. right we could talk about that forever but i just want to say for people listening like i hear you i'm a i'm an example i promise you it runs in my family yes you don't need to be on like psycho meds um you just need to work really hard and it's it's pushing through it's it's pushing through so this was something she knew i was suffering with as well and so mm-hmm. she's like listen let's just do it i was really nervous um so go ahead and then you how you decided yeah so so it kind of evolved right so we were on facebook for like literally five minutes and we started doing these videos and um starting a clothing line is always something that i've wanted to do i mean when i tell you this is a long lost dream awaken in my life yeah. okay cool um, it, yeah and i had like no i mean it was like I put the dream dead when I was probably in my early twenties. I said, bitch, how the fuck I have, I'm a ninth grade dropout. I have no education in the industry. Like I have no idea even how to do it. And it's just maybe in another life. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I have the evidence of like moving through fear through other things. Right. And Mm -hmm. so, um, there is really no clothing line or lifestyle brand that's like recovery based. That's like anything super current and relevant. Trust me. I um, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. all the, you know, one day at one a time, day at a, whatever. So I said, Novelty you t-shirts. know, so I said, let's, yeah. and so the original name of the brand was going to be after the meeting apparel. Okay. And, um, so I started, I mean, I got in and it was like the creative aspect of me just like fucking took over. And, and I was like, it was a t- listen t- obsessed you want to talk about obsessive compulsive yeah she's like have you had any sleep in the last like two weeks I'm like no I don't need to sleep <laughs> I, this is no. like, I'm gonna, I, I saw I had this vision and I saw it and I said holy shit like we could be like the first real big readily accessible cool you know um recovery based like streetwear brand like let's let's fucking make it happen people are out there wearing like jameson shirts and budweiser shirts and you know marijuana shirts they they ref whatever it is they like well we should have just wearable everyday wearable cute like streetwear like clothes like as a as to was it the stigma like to make something normal not yes. like you buy the shirt because you're going to a convention. Yes. Like yes. you buy the shirt because like you're in recovery and that like represents you. And it's, it's a lifestyle. It's accessible yeah. and it's yeah. normal. Yeah. And it's cute. Like you actually want to wear it. Yes. Yeah. It's so cute. Oh, I wish yeah. viewers could see. It's amazing. You know? And so we changed the name. Um, we went to the trademark office and we were like recovery life, recovery life. And we thought for sure recovery life. We want to be a lifestyle. Right? I know yeah. well, we thought for sure recovery life, 
was taken after the meeting was was not taken obviously yeah and so we get there and the guy the attorney's like no like and he couldn't even believe it so he's like do you guys want to buy it and we said fucking yeah absolutely so we bought it got the trademark we changed our name and we did like a real full actual launch um in july um so yeah so it's really wait it's only been a couple months yes girl yes we yeah. launched in July 24th. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's purpose stuff, you know? Yeah. And um, because of course there was fear there and like how big can we really get and yeah. how yeah. necessary is it? And we hit the ground running. Like we started our TikTok in July. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've grown. We're gonna. We're okay, I love. I love your guys' TikTok. Thanks. TikTok yeah, is we, the bomb. I love it's it. The best. It's well, the best. I said. I said TikTok is like the new thing, and like we're gonna really be able to create a lot of reach. I just saw that it was like I just had this vision. And I said, Yeah, this is it. Like this is what we're gonna do. And the response that we've had has just been absolutely incredible. Yeah, you and nail it's it. been more of a motivator for us to like say holy shit like people are really vibing with this and like this is a thing and so our aim is to really inspire the youth right Mm. so that's a lot of where like the because our brand is a little young it's toned very young and loud you know um because i mean imagine making it cool man making it's recovering out loud recovering out loud making making the message of taking ownership and taking charge of your life in a positive aspect yeah and you know really presenting that in a in a in a fashion that's cool that's relevant that's current people need to know that what i think we do and what i think is really cool which we just stumbled into is letting you know that like one it's possible Mm. like like some like there's people out there that believe in you like believe in you enough to like like create like clothing for you wear it themselves every day and I'm a direct example of that because I did not believe that my life could be any different until Lolita convinced me that I could and it, <laughs> yeah. it's fine with me like this like the clothes, she designs the clothes like it's it's her idea and I'm like pretty much like why 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 like me and she's like why not you She's like, yeah. you will never stay sober. I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. She's like, I, I can't, bro. She's like, you will never stay clean if you don't believe in yourself. Like, if you do not believe that yeah. you can be successful. And, like, I've known you since you were young. Like, you're fabulous. Like, you're funny. Like, you're amazing. You're beautiful. Like, of course, I want you a part of this. And, like, you literally can do it. Just shut up. Like, because you can do it. And, like, you have. And she's like, and so, like, what else are you going to do? Like, you need to do something. You need to find mm-hmm. something. And so I said, okay. And she's like, listen, I remember two months into the business, she looks at me, she's like, you're having like a really hard day, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, like, oh, hello, I'm depressed and I have anxiety. And I like, literally just want to curl up on a ball and go to sleep. And she's yeah. like, listen, you know what? It's really okay. You just fake it until you make it. She's like, I don't care. Like you can Aww. come in here every day and like, just like fake it because I promise you that one, like you're going to wake up and it's not going to be fake anymore. Mm-hmm. And like 100% yeah. she's right. Like fake it till you make it. Girl. It's like putting out those emotions is putting out, putting out that energy that you can do it. You will yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Action, the action until like all of a sudden they call it the what if, or like the as if. So like, um, act as if you are happy, act as, yeah. if, as if you are successful, act as if you are worthy and you will be. 
And it's, um, and it's true. Yeah. And I'm a direct It's like you have that. to like, you have to like trick yourself almost. Yeah. Sometimes. Like, and tricking myself. It's yeah. working out wonderful. <laughs> but it's, wor- <laughs> it's wonderful. Look at me I go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Look at me go. <laughs> you know, and so now, you know, um, our, our, our next goal is to get our brand into a major retailer. So we are preparing to pitch Zoomies and Tillies. Um, Dude. And- yeah we're not fucking around we're not fucking around that's so good i can totally see your stuff there it's so funny to order it on on, like you should be able to listen we're everywhere it ain't a joke we're everywhere and everybody has a mom brother sister somebody who has struggled with this and you should be able to go to a store and see again i'll just use the same example a jameson shirt or you know whatever. whatever Dude, they, they have shirts that say virginity rocks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you so that brand? Are we not? Yeah, of course. In Zoomies, I was just yeah, talking yeah. about just that. Yeah, yeah. There's a celibate brand out there. Like, percent. We should be represented mm-hmm. everywhere. We should not feel like we have to go live in the shadows anymore, like they did when AA first started. Yeah. Or NA first started. Yeah. We don't need to live in the shadows. It happens. Yeah. Addiction is fucking real, yeah. and the louder we can get about recovery and how possible recovery is. And the more we can help normalize it, the I think it'll be easier for people in, that are suffering to come forward to come and, talk it, it, talk and talk about it and talk about it and come totally. out of it. Say, you know, because what is the thing that keeps addicts in addiction? Shame. If they go, oh, oh fucked it. it's too late. You know what I'm saying? It's too late. Yeah. It's too fucked up. I can't accomplish anything. And yeah. how beautiful is social media and we've had the straight honor of connecting with so many people and like recovery influencers is and we're becoming recovery influencers and it's like a thing now it's like a thing and it's like oh my god and then there's so many different facets and ways that people recover and guess what like not there's not only just one way there's many different ways you know and like our thing is like if you're on that if you choose cannabis if you're completely abstinent like did you get your shit together is your life better get your shit together are you happy you got your kids back have family talking to you again i'm glad you're doing pretty okay the judgment needs to end hello especially within the recovery community it's your brothers and sisters facts Okay. Yeah. Don't be mad because that person got clean with with cannabis and you put it. It's just none of your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at them like, oh, we we are all connected because we know the pain, we know the suffering. Exactly. So like, just be happy for everybody else, like getting it together. Yeah, okay? and that was we're some... shamed in this world, and yeah. we're over it. Over it, and we, yeah. you know, and we are completely abstinent. You know, um, just for anybody that's wondering, so we don't use mat, we don't use cannabis, we don't do not. I mean, a little CBD here and there. I yeah. just call that like luck, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. You know? That's wonderful. But that we're not, you know, if you, yeah. we support you. But create an open yeah. mind, you know, people recover and, you know, and they come out of prison, they, they get off the street, you know, and they're, they go on to live incredible lives mm-hmm. and they go on to impact other people, which is what it's really all about. So oh, if you totally. if you have a message if you're recovered like bitch you better talk about that shit yeah mm-hmm. you better talk about it you better wear it hello, yeah you better wear it you know it. <laughs> like it's it's so it's so incredible and it's so inspiring yeah. not just our story everybody that has had the ability to overcome it and I think the more people that come forward the 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 uh the bigger reach will have and the more people will have the opportunity to believe in themselves totally. 
you know, yeah, absolutely. that's what our brand's about. So we got some Love big it. stuff coming up. We, we, we are collabing with some, with some influencers, um, that are in recovery. Cool. And, um, so we're collabing with, um, her name's Katie Sober Saturdays. So, oh she, yeah. Katie's a good friend of mine. Yeah. We've got an amazing sweater we're collabing on right now. So I cannot wait. wait. We're collabing with the uh, Bonds. Bonds. So he's so like a two different, two different spectrums. Mm-hmm. EDM, yeah. rave parties, like so, colors. And then like you got Fonz who who does like stand up co- comedy. He hangs out with like rappers where there's like, you know, the lifestyle is all around him, but like he pushes through and he still is having a successful career in that industry and, yeah. and staying sober. Um, and so we thought it was important to like show different aspects of what recovery looks, looks like. like. Right. Totally. Uh, yeah. That's so cool. Nine to five. Yeah. Damn, you guys are busy. I love oh, it. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. love it. I'm like, you know, we're getting ready. And it was my job to remind us that noon at Monday. And I thought about it last night. And I thought about it this morning. And then some nonsense happened. And I thought, and she goes, oh, my God. And I said, oh, because it's usually me who keeps her on track. She's out wild. I'm She's wild. Wild. Bull in a china Can't shop. Can't stand it. Yeah. Um, so that's my fault. That's the creative. <laughs> so that's the dynamic of this, right? Is I'm yeah. the creative person and I yeah. I get like, uh, I get all over the place and Ashley's very observant, analytical, very steady, right? Logical. What are, what are, what's your sign, Ashley? Are you like a, a Taurus? Oh, okay, okay. Like what, are you, what are you? What are you? What are you? Scorpio. Oh, shit. Yes, girl. God. <laughs> yes. I said, calm down. <laughs> My God, look at like an email. She hasn't even read it. She's like, oh my God. I'm like, oh my God, you literally haven't even read it yet. The subject line has like an emoji in it. It's not even, like nothing's even happening. I'm so excited. Oh, that's so incredible. I love it. It's incredible. And and it's so fulfilling. Obviously for me, the brand, the designs and like seeing people wear the stuff that I've created and like being literally in love with it is so fulfilling. Mm -hmm. Then you have the other aspect of this. And people, you know, because we've had messages where people like, I really felt like using today my got my fucking recovery life mm. merge, and like I remembered what I, who I was, and we go, oh Ooh. my god, like oh I my love god. that, you know, yeah, and the people that are inspired and and people have been watching us and they've like gotten clean and like we, we track with them and it's yeah. just it's just incredible. We've shipped to Canada, yeah, Ireland. the UK, Ireland, in Australia, Puerto Rico, wow. And Puerto Rico. That's awesome. Is that fucking awesome? That's really, really cool. I mean, this is so much bigger than just like t-shirts and hoodies. It is. Like straight it up. It is. That's really, really special. So where can people find you? Recoverylifeapparel.com. Okay. Follow us on Instagram at recoverylifeapparel and on TikTok at recoverylifeapparel. Yes. We go live like every day. Yeah. So you want to like have fun with us and like watch her dance and we have to like reel her back in. <laughs> um you should join our lives yeah yeah i love your guys' tiktok like that's my that's my jam i love it oh thank you oh my gosh please ignore my dancing i just want the world to know or anyone (laughs) listening that like please understand that like i am like half joke like i don't know what i don't that's not me (laughs) i can't even say it it's so bad it's so bad you see her over here like it's like oh oh you can't they can't see me (laughs) like she's just like all these hand movements she's singing to the camera and then you see me and it's like listen I just want everyone to know I'm proud that I that I (laughs) got through it I showed up I showed up if I had a week to practice every time she made me dance 
it would look better but I don't <laughs> oh my god I don't even attempt to dance that is not on my TikTok spectrum not on mine that. either but no. there it is <laughs> well good Anya for trying that's, that's rough to do. watch <laughs> <laughs> I have to watch myself it's so good she sends her fiance's videos of me by attempting as jokes and then it's like, so I'm going to post it as well to the world. I'm like, you're using it as a joke to send to your fiance. And you're also going to post it. Awesome. That's really cool. Bye. Humility, man. At least you got yeah. humility. You can laugh at Whatever. it. Whatever. Or we can laugh but, at you. Either way. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> I can laugh at my expense. It's good. Oh, my God. You guys are so awesome. Thank you Thanks. so much. So are you. So are really you. This was amazing. It. I love this. Okay, who doesn't want to be best friends with Lolita and Ashley? Um, I do. If you are looking for sober friends just like these girls from Recovery Life Apparel, check out our private Facebook group, a Sober Girls Guide private Facebook group, and meet like-minded sober girls just like yourself. Sober, sober, curious, wherever you're at in your journey, you will find a friend. As always, thank you so much for listening. Couldn't do this without you. Please make sure to like, subscribe, rate, leave a comment. We love to hear your feedback. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girls Guide and the blog. Head to asobergirlsguide.com. Check out our new line of merch. We have sober necklaces. Yes, they are so cute in silver and gold. Perfect for the holidays. And get your Sober Girl t-shirts, sweatshirts, crew necks. We got you lock, stocked, and loaded along with how-to blogs, tips, and tricks along your recovery journey. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great day.